Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I am Deb McCollum. And welcome back to another episode. Welcome back. What episode would this be? Like 30? That You always do this to me and I, I know. I'm not great Sorry. at math. And because we record so many ahead I of time. Know. We lose track. We do lose track. So I know that this is this this where week, it gets confusing. So last week we released episode guess. 30 with thought. Marcellus Howard. 30. And then tomorrow we'll release episode 31 it- with... Um, Tyler Andrade, yep. and so I always want to call him Tyrone because that's what his handle is. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Tyler Andrade from Absolute Flex Appeal. So I do. I know currently in the moment those are the, those the are most out. recent ones. Yes. Um, but we've done a lot of other really cool ones, and then next week we have uh, Michelle Dapper from KCR83. Yeah. So we got some really good ones coming up, yeah. and we've had some really good ones in the past. But yep. yeah, thirty episodes. This will be thirty something. Thirty something. Episode thirty something. That's pretty good. That's over half a year. It, it well, yeah, it's kind of crazy because it's, it's August crazy. and we released the first one in at the end of January, January yep. which is re- yeah, which Ooh. is really crazy. Dang. Yeah, it's, it's when that, you look at it like in thirty episodes. Right. I'm like, okay, cool, but then you look at it in terms of months. Right, right, right. And we've we've basically released an episode every week, with the exception of one week where we were having some, you know, website hosting issues where I we we literally could not post. Not it. our so, fault. Not our fault. It's it's technology's fault. Exactly. Yeah, but anyways. So no one cared about any of that. It's no. Like we could have just gotten all it's that okay. from looking at the list of podcasts. We can just talk. Well, Josh, Josh and I, before we hit record, we've been talking for like 45 minutes. So That's true. And we're like, we just need to start. <laughs> let's just hit record. I know. So. Usually it starts off like it's like a kind of like a pregame, right? Yeah. Warm-ups. It's like, Warm-up. hey, let's let's just kind of go over what we're talking about today. And then it's like it went five different directions. Tangents. Yeah. But that's just like our normal podcast, though. Tangents. Yeah. Tangents so. all over the place. So. But we spare everybody from that because. Um, well, apparently not. Because well, we spare everybody from a, like a two-hour podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so um, welcome back. Yeah, everybody. welcome back. So today, this was actually one of our because we usually kind of plan out what topics we're, we're going to talk about um, a little ways in advance, so we ha- have some time to research and prepare. But this topic was something that came up recently because mm-hmm. if you follow us on Twitter, um, I think Twitter and Facebook specifically. Uh, we posted a picture recently, which I, I got from a local coach here, uh, Leron Gordon, and uh, he posted it on his own personal page. And it, it's just a picture that says four reasons why kids should play multiple sports. And I'm like, OK, that's cool. That's something that we've talked about at the combine before. And um, I think anybody who's in the coaching athletic world, you've heard that topic talked about. And so I just reposted it on Character Combine's Facebook page and then on Twitter. And it got a much bigger response, especially on Twitter, than I was expecting. Uh, a lot of people were retweeting it. A lot of people were sharing it and commenting on it. Um, and I even looked at Laurent's, uh page, and a lot of people commented on that as well. And the part that was really interesting to me and what we talked about prior to, the, to recording was I didn't realize that there were so many people that had differences of opinions. And I, I do feel like there's probably more that buy into uh, encouraging kids to play multiple sports. But there was actually a handful, a pretty good handful of people on the other side that were like, no, I feel like specialization is probably – uh, more beneficial. So we, we, we talked about that a little bit. It's like, oh, this is a bigger topic than I right. thought. I thought it was just kind of like a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, multiple sports is good, but mm-hmm. I guess not. Yeah. Kind of crazy. It is def. I think it's a it's more of a hot button issue than anything. I know. No, yeah. And it's I mean, I think and I think 
you and I are on the same page about what we think about it, but I think there are some people who are who are passionately for single sport only and who are passionate about no multi-sport, that's what it's all about. And there are definitely pros and cons to both. Sure. And I think, um, I don't know if it's too early on in this episode to say it, but I think bottom line, I think it depends. And I think A, it, it depends and B, I don't think it matters. Right. And, and we'll talk about right, it why. Right. So I had to make, <laughs> make yeah, that yeah. clear early on. Um, I well, mean, this is, and sorry, this is definitely not a, an episode where we say right. we have the answer. No. So you yeah. can listen to all 45 minutes of this and it's, sure. you're not going to have. And, you, and you're <laughs> still going to believe what you believe. So pretty you much. Can yeah. Listen, but, but it's worth the conversation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And if you're not sure, like if, um, you know, coach or athlete, whoever's listening, you know, whoever's listening to or this parent, yeah. or parent. Yeah. Um, if you aren't sure like what to say to people who ask you that same question, you don't know what side you stand on, then you can definitely maybe just take a little bit of, um, what we're going to say here. And, and some of it on here will be our opinion and some of it will just be straight based out of articles because yeah. <laughs> we're big on reading articles. <laughs> yes. Sure. That's where we do our research. That's what we do. That's Google. Um, yep. you know, um, Bottom line, I think, and there's this article called Multi-Sport Athletes versus Single-Sport Athletes, The Pros and Cons by Chelsea, I don't even know how to say this last name, E-T-E-L, E-Y-T-E-L, um, that Josh found, and um, it had a really interesting statistic on here. It says that 30 of the 32 first-round picks in this 2017 NFL draft were multi-sport athletes, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's a big number. And um, my first question in my head was, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why do coaches want multi? Why do they, at, at least at the professional level, want multi-sport athletes? Um, and the first thing that came to my mind, this is not in the article. This is just my personal thoughts and opinions. My first thing came to, oh, well, they must be more coachable because they play different sports. Um, and maybe that's why. And then another thing that came to my mind was that maybe they're more athletic maybe a little healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also hard for me to imagine a professional football player, a, a lot of them at least, playing multiple sports because in my head I'm also like, no, they probably only played football because football players are built a certain way. You know, um, their frame at least, well, at least, you know, different positions. Um, but then again, and then I got to thinking, but the quarterback probably could have, you know, they can play baseball because mm-hmm. they had the same throwing motion. So anyway, so of course my head goes down a whole rabbit hole list of things. But I thought that that, um, that statistic was really interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. something that you just, I don't know why, this didn't, I don't think this came up when we were talking earlier, oh, but it just popped in my head. No, it's, it's okay. It's good. <laughs> you know, it's interesting too, is I think, so for example, football. Yeah. yeah. Unless I'm wrong, I don't know. There's less opportunity to play all year round. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's, Which is an interesting thing because right. I think, so as most people have, mm. that have listened to this know, mm. so you played softball, I played baseball. Mm-hmm. You can literally play that sport yep. pretty much, maybe not in winter, as like mm-hmm. the, the heart of winter, but basically all year round, you can play yeah. those two sports. There's yeah. that opportunity. Right. Um, basketball, I think pretty much the same thing. So football, I don't think so. Maybe there's other sports that you don't, they don't have that, um, right. that option, but that's, that's kind of interesting too. Cause it's almost like if you're a football player and you want to continue to grow as an athlete, you kind of do have to find yeah. another sport, right? Oh my gosh, you're right. No. Yeah. Because, and well, and especially the first thing that came to my mind too was football and I'm like, you know, concussions. And all the different, um, the high um, risk of just injuries in football because you're literally slamming against dude people every what every ten seconds or more, you know. And so there's there's a higher chance, a higher risk of injury. And then of course you play once a week, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, you're right. 
That's a good point. So it's interesting, but I mean, I guess you could, maybe a, maybe a football, an actual football coach, <laughs> a real football coach, not just an opinion of ours, <laughs> could reach out and let us know. But yeah. I mean, I guess the only other thing you could do, and I don't know if there's people that do this, you could just basically train and practice, mm-hmm. I guess do drills yep. for your sport, but mm-hmm. actually competing, right. you know, you really have one chance, which is in mm-hmm. the fall, and then you should, you know, if you right. want to continue to compete, then you'll yeah, have to yeah. find something else. Right. Um, that makes sense. But Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I have a sorry. I don't want this to get too confusing for people. Right. We'll try to. Uh, I'll try to remember to put all of these because I think we have three or four articles that we're kind of yeah. basing this off of. Yes. So I'll try to put all the links to all of those in our show notes. But the article that I'm looking at right now is from Stack Sports, and it's mm-hmm. five reasons college coaches love to recruit multi-sport athletes. Okay. Um, and it's a lot of the reasons that you just said. There's mm-hmm. five points here, and they're kind of the same thing. They're more coachable. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll always be competing when they do that. Smoother transition to other positions, which we can talk about a little bit later because you had a thought on that or some experience with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says multi-sport athletes have a higher ceiling, and I, which I imagine physically mm-hmm. probably a little bit more explosive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're, you're just more athletic in general, so you can probably, you know, adapt to certain things mm-hmm. a little bit better. Yeah. But the one that I thought was really interesting, and I don't think it's on my list. Yo, it is. It's number one. Multi-sport athletes get injured less often. So mm-hmm. with your background in, you know, strength and conditioning, right. um, you know, how, what do you think about that, I guess? So my, my thing on that is it's probably because single sport athletes get injured in the same area because of overuse. Right. So if I'm, and I was a pitcher, um, I'll just use me as an example. Um, I played, I honestly didn't play softball all year round until my last year <laughs> of playing softball. Because um, uh, when you're playing competitive, you can only play up until 18, of course, then you go to college and that's, then that's your life. <laughs> but um, up until um, eight, when I was 18, then I started playing all year round. But I'm a pitcher, so... If I'm going to be pitching from constantly from, you know, when the season starts in the summer and then through the fall and then I have a winter break and then again for school in the spring, that is constant, the same rotation over. I mean, I guess I don't need to. It's like self-explanatory. Um, I think that single sport athletes are probably more prone to injury f- for overuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side, I think multiple multi-sport athletes can um, unfortunately probably get injured um in like the off season, like their off season sport. So like my off season sport was volleyball mm-hmm. in the fall. So like, let's say I, I get hurt playing volleyball and then because, I mean, cause you're still work, you're still moving and you're still using, um, you know, different muscles. So there's that, but that's more of like an acute injury, like something that happens quick. Like let's say I land on my ankle wrong, something like that. Um, but the overuse injury is more likely to happen in a single sport because you're using the same muscles over and over again. You're not allowing them for enough rest time and you're not using enough different muscles um, in your body. So that's my um, not even professional opinion, but <laughs> just from right. what I know and from my experience. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that that's why. And yeah. I've heard that a lot too. Yeah. Right. And I, and I yeah. think I think it does make sense. And, yeah. you know, something again, I, I'm mostly going to apologize right now because I feel like we're going to bounce a, a lot around a lot. Oh, we always do. Episode. We always do. Yeah. We this should just especially. stop apologizing. We uh, just you know, I'm not they sorry. Just, they I'm need to sorry. expect it. You guys yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, no, no, hold on. Hold on. Don't, don't listen to what Deb just said. <laughs> she went into like teacher coach mode for a I second. Did. I'm so sorry. We like all okay, of our, follow, our followers we and do. listeners. We do. We love all of you. Except for Deb. Deb just a little bit less than me. But that's all right. That's all right. Hey, you know. 
Okay, keep going. Go ahead. She's Before, almost at the end of the summer, so she's a little salty. I know. I'm going back to work next week, so yeah. Yeah, that's little, what it is. She's trying to get back little, in teacher mode. Yes. All right, yes. that's all right. All right. But <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, we're gonna bounce around, bounce around a little bit. But um, something we had talked about earlier was, you know, as far as preparing your body and playing multiple sports, yeah. helping you out physically and mm-hmm. and maybe being more explosive, less prone to injury. Mm-hmm. It's weird because there are certain sports where it seems like if you want, to, if your dream is to be really good at a certain sport, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much flexibility it even gives you mm-hmm. to um, play multiple sports, such as uh, there's a, an article that you read, I think, that, that an article that you read <laughs> <laughs> that was, I think, talking about gymnastics, yeah. tennis, um, they mentioned fencing. fencing. Hey, if anybody does fencing, reach out to us. That would love. We, will, to, we want to talk to you. Yeah, maybe. But <laughs> we definitely want to hear from you. Reach out to us on social media. I would love to meet a, co- a fencing coach. Yeah. Um, swimming, diving. Swimming, swim, yeah. And so basically the, whatever you read was yeah. saying those sports. Yeah. I, I think the one that keeps coming to mind is gymnastics because mm-hmm. you see the, uh, the young men and women that compete in mm-hmm. gymnastics. I think especially yeah. female gymnastics. Yes. Like they're, I mean, they're really young. Yes. And teenagers, mm-hmm. most of the times, yep. and then you hear their stories. And it, and men, you know, men or women, they've been doing gymnastics from, what I think, like three. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Oh yeah. Earlier than that, where they're doing Probably. tumbling classes and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the reason for that is because, like I think you mentioned, it's physically right, yeah. flexibility. Yep. So, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. and it's again, I'm not. I didn't study any of this stuff, but I imagine that in order to make your body do what it needs to do on the gymnastics floor or yeah. in those routines or the in the events, your body has to be kind of built or, you know, um, conditioned. conditioned, thank a you, a certain way. way. Yes. Um, so it's interesting because yeah. you couldn't, I mean, I could. I imagine that they could maybe be more explosive mm-hmm. if they played a different sport, but they don't have the time. Right. They don't, I mean, I'm yes, I'm sure they don't have the time or... Um, they probably don't. I mean, I'm guessing most serious gymnasts, and I've never taken gymnastics, so you can't like take my absolute word for this. But mine was, disclaimer. Like, no, mine um, was always like we take field trips, like an elementary school, to a uh, you know gymnastics place, and you just jump in the just, foam pit. You just jump or jump on the trampoline and <laughs> yeah. do, like try to do a front flip or something. No, I didn't even try that. I would just bounce <laughs> up and down. And but yeah, that's that's the extent yeah. of it. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But um, no, it's okay. so like you know they start at a young age, um, and then. Um, you know, once they get, if they continue to do it up until, let's say, mm-hmm. like, their um, middle school, whatever years, high school years, that they're then they're probably, like, that's, they're going to keep doing it and they're specializing in it. I'm guessing that if they do try to play, like, a something else, whatever it may be, a individual sport or a team sport, you are spending so much time using only certain muscles on that sport that it, uh, it I mean, I'm sure that's more chance of injury for them. Um, they need to focus on their whole body. Like I can't imagine the things that they do, the workouts they do, the stretches they do that they have. I mean, it's just, it's so, um, you know, they got to take ice baths. Like I I have major respect for gymnasts just because, um, I'm sure it's so much wear and tear on their body that they can't really risk playing a sport and they can't risk an acute injury or an overuse injury Right. because they get injured enough, I think, doing gymnastics. (laughs) 
Well, and I think because I was thinking back just a little bit to the episode we did with Bethany Crouch, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who was a gymnast, mm. and it's a weird thing because if you and I know there's probably different different types of gymnastics that you can do, but if you're mm. trying to, I guess, be one of, I think she called it elite or competitive. Yeah. I forgot what it was. Oh yeah, she she was talking about different levels. Right, and and it depends. It all kind of depends, like college versus mm-hmm. what elite or club. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but it basically depends on what your end goal is. Yeah, it kind of determines what your what kind of gymnastics you're going to do. Right. Um, but if, if that's truly your goal yeah. to be a high-level gymnast, it's crazy because, you know, one of the things we talk about with multi-sport athletes is there's less chance for them to get burnt out than a specialized athlete. Mm. But if you're going down that type of road, yeah. you kinda just, you're, you're basically saying, I kind of have to risk it, the burnout for this because right. there's not really another option. Mm. You know, whereas other mm-hmm. sports, I don't think that's, that's the case. Yeah. Um, you mean like if they play different sports? They right. kind of choose still. Like you could play, you could play, yeah. um, like I knew people that played football yep. and then they played basketball and then they played baseball. Mm-hmm. That's perfect because none of those things really, like you can, you know, do what you need to do on the football field mm-hmm. and then you're going to be a really good athlete still and play, be able to play basketball mm-hmm. and then you can go to the baseball field, mm-hmm. which requires less athleticism mm-hmm. than the other two, you know, typically. And then, or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. less athletic, well, explosive movements. Yeah. And they're able to step away from football to go to basketball. Right. Because it's the same type of like agility, speed, explosiveness, and they can kind of leave those football skills off to the side. Right. Go to basketball skills, then go to the baseball skills and come right. back around and just be totally fine with the football skills. With gymnastics, I bet if you step away for like a week or two or a month, you right. have to like, I'm sure it's going it, to, you have to get, it's. Not, I don't want to say start from scratch, but I'm sure it'll take longer to like restart. So gym, so certain sports like gymnastics, you have to, I think, constantly stay in it to keep your body at that elite level because there's so much bending and flipping and right. so much strength involved. Well, it's kind of like, and you would know this better, but it's kind of like strength training, right? So if mm. you take uh, take squats for example, mm. if you, say you're, you know, you've been six months in the gym and you you know you've been working on your squatting your strength's been up and then say you you for whatever reason you skip it for i don't know there's probably a certain amount of time where if you skip it for like a month or you know what i'm saying i think it depends right there's a certain amount of time where you might be okay, okay. Mm-hmm. and you, like say you miss like a week or two mm-hmm. you might be able to get back to close to what you were squatting right. but if you miss a certain amount of time longer than that That's then it's all sounds like oh well i'm back down to not square one but Oh, absolutely. And it's probably the same thing, right, for gymnastics. I'm sure it is. And like I said, like I wish I wish Bethany were sitting here so she yeah, can yeah. like confirm it for us. I'm just guessing. I just think it's just um, I think everyone could probably agree, but yeah, it's one of those things where if you step away from it for too long, it's going to be really hard to get back in it. Right. And to get cuz especially gymnasts need to be be really strong and really so right. anyway so i do believe we should i think probably stop talking about gymnastics i know right we we not, neither stop. one of us know anything about it i know we know nothing about it <laughs> but it's probably the most like it. specialized like, i think it so. keeps popping in my head because i think it's like yeah it's a very extreme case of specialization yes and i think if we try to go back to what like the article is actually about it's specializing in sports where maybe it's not the most beneficial right and and when we I think what the, and what I think this article is talking about is either like whether it's a team sport or an individual sport, but um, I mentioned this earlier, a sport with like an object manipulation, like a ball, right? Or um, yeah, something to that, even like track and field, you know, cause, right. um, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I don't know if this any of the articles we read mentioned this, but it, it seems like it'd be beneficial just for the the individual's mentality towards mm-hmm. teamwork mm-hmm. to play multiple sports because the teamwork you, that you use. And the communication that you use in football mm-hmm. is going to look different than 
you know, someone who plays soccer or someone who plays basketball. You know yeah. what I mean? There's because there's less people. Right. It's a different motion, different um, different mentality mm-hmm. in those sports too. Yep. Same with you know softball or baseball. And so I wonder if I don't think we saw anything about that, but I imagine that playing multiple sports, mm-hmm. it, it just I think it probably sharpens the mind of an yes. athlete because it, it, you're constantly thinking. It's kind of yep. like I heard somebody say like with math, right? I'm terrible at math, but they mm-hmm. said the and you hear people all the time say, "What's the point of this this?" test and some one teacher I had I, I wish I could remember who it was but I know they said um, you know one of the biggest benefits of you going through these math classes mm-hmm. is the fact that it's working your critical thinking side of your huh. mind oh. so it's like yeah you may not have to use some of this stuff right. but what it is doing is it's forcing that part of your mm-hmm. your mind and your brain to work right. and it's developing that so I imagine the same thing would be with multiple sports right kind of like um, hand-eye coordination in uh, baseball right. and then if you play soccer your foot-eye coordination you're obviously using it's a different ball it's a different game you're using different uh, coordination patterns mm-hmm. um, but I think that's a good point that you made because it keeps that part of the brain sharp and I don't even know I don't I took it I mean okay this is sad I have my <laughs> have my <laughs> have my degree in kinesiology don't, can't don't put rem- that out there no I know right <laughs> I can't remember any parts of anatomy um, anyways of the brain but I yes exactly what you said I think it keeps them sharp and I and I went to school with some um, friends who um, like on the baseball team, like um, he was a pitcher, but then he also um, uh, was the quarterback, like on the football team. And mm-hmm. so just the same types of movement, um, obviously different sport. And then um, same thing, I had a different friend who played soccer, but was also a kicker on the football team. On oh, the football team. So, sure. um, so that's helped, you know, I think that helped him as well. So, right. um, which I guess kind of, go- I mean, I guess. I guess it's, it kind of just goes into not only sharpening their mentality or their mindset when it comes to those things, mm-hmm. but I guess it does kind of go into the burnout too, right? You're not, mm. your mind's not constantly focused on, so if you're a pitcher, mm-hmm. constantly focused on your, your, your motion, your throwing motion, right. how to, you know, throw each pitch, um, you know, everything that goes into pitching, you're not just focused on that. You can switch over and say, okay, now I'm throwing to a wide receiver right. on a football field. So I yep. think that it kind of goes along with the burnout, I guess. Yes. Um, it keeps your mind fresh rather yeah. than just yeah. At a certain point, for yeah. people that specialize and just play a sport all year, yeah. it could just become a thing. Now, I played baseball basically all mm-hmm. year, but I, I just loved it. That was that was my choice. Um, but I imagine for someone else who's maybe not in that same situation, if they're specializing in one sport, it's yeah. probably just looking at like a mess of numbers and letters. Like basically, yeah. like I feel like when I do math, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, this is just so much overwhelming my brain. Yeah. That um, yeah. I imagine it kind of kind of happens when they start playing one sport it just it's overwhelming that's why they burn out yeah absolutely um and i mean i don't know what topic we want to get into next about this but um like i said i think we just i i know we're just going all over the place here um um i just well and i also want to address start uh, when you i guess this is more so towards parents um i guess i what i want to encourage is when your child is um obviously young, um, to allow them to have the opportunity to play multiple sports or the sports of their choosing. Um, that way, as they get older, because even those articles mentioned um, that, and I learned this in college, the older that you get, the um, that's when you should start narrowing down and specializing. Um, I mean, not to just one sport, but you shouldn't be, obviously, you shouldn't, as a high school athlete, you shouldn't be playing, like, seven different sports. That's too much. That's going to be but, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Even, even playing three, even, like, when you get to high school, 
just because the games become way more intense and the seasons are way longer than if you're like what 10 and you're playing little league there's not that many games you know they're not playing sure. that much so um the older you get it is important to narrow it down to you know at least you know two or three sports you know i mean mm -hmm. or two sports even two sports i think that's what people may get confused multi-sport athletes think oh i'm not i don't want my kid to play four different sports no that just means more than more than one more so that than could one. just two yeah. <laughs> two right. sport athlete but um yeah. i think it's important to allow your child to um pick different sports that they want to try out when they're young and allow them the opportunity to as they get older then kind of then you can ask them or tell them to okay you got to start narrowing down which ones do you want to play i know that i had to pick mm -hmm. when i was young i know my one of my friends had to pick between um back in the day <laughs> when softball and women's soccer were in the same season i had a friend she was so amazing at both of them and then she just had to obviously she had to pick mm -hmm. she chose softball woo -woo. Hey. Um, hey. Yeah. <laughs> um and so i think it's important to allow your child to choose as they get older to specialize because once you hit the high school age, you can probably get away, you can get away with it in middle school. But once you hit the high school age, unless you are the most, unless you're super athletic and you can follow instructions and pick up on a different sport like that, when you get to high school, it's kind of too late to try a new sport. Mm -hmm. It's a little, sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know, we were talking, sure. we were talking earlier, unless you're Michael Orr. And right. you just kind of jump on the football team because there's always, always the, there's always the exceptions, right? There's always the I think exception. you hear stories yeah. about like that. Like this, oh, this kid came out to my, you know, basketball team, and yeah. he just started. But at right. the same time, you, you know, the kid was six ten. Yes. Yeah. Guess what? The basketball coach is probably gonna <laughs> probably gonna notice. So yeah. I, there's always the exception, I think, for yeah. sure. You're right. Right. Well, and I, I just remember when I was in um, when I got to middle school. Um, I had never played soccer before in my life. Mm -hmm. And I remember the, the soccer coach saying, oh, you're an athlete, so I just want you to play. Mm -hmm. And so I played because I was athletic, hated it, so I didn't play again. Mm -hmm. But I just, you know, I just remember that, like, so at that age, I think you're okay, you're obviously okay to jump into a new sport, but by the time you get to high school, um, it's almost too late to try a new sport unless you're extremely athletic so anyway the whole point of this is just i'm just encouraging parents and coaches to just allow your kids to pick different sports when they're young and i'm not at all trying to shame those who um have their child pick a single sport mm -hmm. you know i don't you know we're not trying to do that on here but i think it's a, i i just i still think it's important to allow that give them the opportunity to try don't be so hard and fast and make them pick this sport so that you can play professionally in that sport when you're this age. Right, that's more of the conversation of for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I think that's, and I do think that's kind of what gets lost in this sometimes is that is yeah. basically the conversation. It's, I think sometimes when people specialize in a sport, the whole mentality, like you said, the whole mm -hmm. mentality behind specializing in that sport is because we, this is the only way they're gonna be the best they can possibly possibly be at that sport. Not always the case, you know I mean? Like there's, there's like we've talked about this whole time, there's benefits to playing multiple sports. Right. Um, and like, and like you said, you know, there's a lot of other things that go into the single. There could potentially be things that go into the single sport mm -hmm. athlete as well. Mm -hmm. it's, there's a difference between being able to play one sport because if there might be a family out there that, you know, financially, mm -hmm. they can't have their kid or kids mm -hmm. play multiple sports because of how expensive it can be. So they say, okay, you, I need you to pick one sport because that's what we can do right now. Mm -hmm. That's different than saying, hey, we have the funds to let you play every sport, but we're going to put all of the funds into one sport because we're trying to get you to the professional level. Mm. 
that's when you start seeing, I think, when you start seeing burnout. So we, we get it for sure. There's def- definitely uh, outside factors that can affect it, um, mm-hmm. like you said. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think the conversation really is, you know, do I have my athlete encourage them to play multiple sports um, to get experience in all those sports and develop, mm-hmm. you know, their athleticism? Or um, do we have them play mm-hmm. one sport to, you know, really maximize their their talent in this one area? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's kind of the conversation. is. And, you know, something I, I think it was on one of the articles I read, um, you always hear about, I think it was, is it Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hour rule or maybe it's not his, but have you heard of that? The 10,000 no. hour rule. So it's basically, mm-hmm. um, I live to, under a rock apparently. I, I guess so. <laughs> if I bet if Rachel Hollis read it or wrote it, then you would read it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't think she did, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that 10,000 hour rule. And just like the gist of it is, um, you know, whatever it is, whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever you're doing, in order to be great at something or to be the best you can possibly be at it, you have to spend, you know, a lot of time focusing and put the time and the effort and the practice into that thing. And so, you know, it should look like 10,000 hours worth of practice or engagement with that, um, that activity that you're trying to become great at. So whether it's playing an instrument, writing, um, you know, public speaking, you know, I mean, all that stuff, like, that's kind of the idea. So, so I saw somebody mention that. They're like, well, what about, like, you hear that, you read about that, and you see the benefits of that 10,000 and the proof of that 10,000 hour rule. But if you don't specialize it, then it's going to, if you say you play three sports, now you're dividing that 10,000 by three. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that again, and it's not like the yeah. 10,000 hour rule is like a hard set rule, but right. the, I think the idea remains. Right. Well, and the whole, you know, practice makes perfect. We've all heard that right. rule before. Um, so I, I, to- I totally get if um, if you are listening and you're on board for the single sport specialization, I, I myself coach girls who only play softball, have only played softball all year round. They're getting these amazing scholarships to play at D1 schools. And, um, you know, but I've seen you know, those athletes burn out, but, but I've also seen those, I've seen those athletes go on to continue to play all throughout college. And then they, you know, then they want to coach. And so it stays with them. It definitely, like you said, it's not a, this is not a, uh, right or wrong type decision. Right. There is no, and everyone's super passionate about one side or the other, or you can be just like us who were like kind of down the middle, like, well, that depends. Like what, you know, it depends on what you're talking about, um, the pros and cons and what is your main goal pretty Mm -hmm. much whether for a multiple sport or a single sport. Right. Um, there was, I stumbled across someone's Facebook post. I don't even, I don't know. And I won't, I wouldn't even say it on here anyway, whose it was, but it was really long. We'll find out. Yeah. (laughs) I literally just Googled like multi-sport athlete versus single sport. And then I came across, um, someone's Facebook post and the title was, um, why athletes must be a single sport athlete or single sport specialization. I thought that was really interesting because of the whole must be. And, you know, I just don't think any, I just don't think there should ever be a, your your athlete must be multi-sport or your athlete must be you know, single sport. Right. So I, so I read it and I was, anyway, I was, you had to I was showing, yeah, I did, yeah, I was like, sure. oh, I gotta like, open this. Yeah. It was interesting. It was so long. I didn't even read all of it, but there was, um, this person made a good point in one statement, but I think I read it to you and like, we can counter it. There was, um, at one point they yeah, said, bring it, bring it. <laughs> yeah, no. Random at person. One, we don't know. Yeah, no, I don't have yeah. no idea. Um, <laughs> at one point they said, um, yeah, you can play, um, you know, two different, let's say you pick two different sports or three different sports in a year to play. But then if you're trying, he just picked the sport basketball. If you're trying to get um, really skilled at basketball, 
um, and you're using your hand-eye coordination there, and then you play soccer, and yeah, the agility and the coordination part can transfer over to the foot-eye coordination. He said, but if you're focused on basketball, like that's your main goal, why would you spend the time doing the, all of the soccer foot-eye coordination when you can spend that time um, focusing and honing in on your basketball skills? And yeah, that makes sense. Like as a coach, I'm like, oh, okay, that ma- makes sense that sure. I can't really, that's a, yeah, that makes sense. But then you, you said something, um, what'd you say? You're like, well, that, that's not that much time away from focusing on basketball. And if you think about it, every sport is only one season. Mm -hmm. We have four seasons. I mean, if you're talking about the school year, there's just fall, winter, and spring. But then of course there's summer for like um, competitive leagues. And I know for basketball, there is competitive leagues for over the summer. So you're really only taking away one season, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So you can still focus on basketball in the fall. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, excuse me. Um, Yeah, in the fall, summer, fall and right. spring because soccer is usually right. a winter sport yes right and so they, they changed that recently, i know right? i'm like yeah. thinking really hard <laughs> yeah about what season it was in yeah. i forgot for a second so uh, so that i guess that was our counter to that it's like well it's only one season yeah but um again that's not like a right or wrong thing to do if that yeah. makes sense. But they made it seem like that. And but that, they made it seem like that. That's the, that's <laughs> yeah. the issue. I mean, so, yeah. yeah, and I think, you know, we didn't talk about this when we when we kind of discussed that article and that specific yeah. point. You know, the more we've talked about the multi-sport versus specialized stuff now, a couple other things that I think go against that. Because um, one, that doesn't address the burnout. Yeah. Um, that doesn't address the potential injuries mm-hmm. from doing the same sport. That doesn't address the fact that they won't necessarily, I mean, I guess they could be playing basketball all year round, mm-hmm. but they're talking about if you're doing specific drills. I don't know. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of things I think it doesn't, it probably doesn't address. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think here's the thing too. And I think anybody who's realistic knows that the, there's a reason why there's so few professional athletes and there's mm-hmm. out of the entire population of the world, mm-hmm. very fewer professionals, very fewer division one mm-hmm. college athletes mm-hmm. is because it takes a very special level of athleticism. Right and talent to get there. So yeah. it's not built for everybody. So right. my thought is the the athletes who are truly incredible athletes, mm-hmm. they don't need to specialize because they're probably going to excel in whatever they do. And yeah. like you said, a little time off from one sport is not gonna hurt them in the other sport. You know, if anything, right. it could help them, you know, potentially, right. you, know, um, you know, get a better physical space to excel in those other sports. Right. But again, they don't have to, like, I, I think you can, this is the thing with this. Anybody could point to anything, an example of, well, look at this. these athletes. They specialize, and they're some of the best in their sport. You're right. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at these athletes. They played multiple sports their entire life, and they're the best in their sport. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, I don't even know how, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, we went into this before the show started. I said, hey, we just want to talk about it. Yeah. There's no, it's not a black and white answer. Like, right. it, it depends on the person. It depends on the person's personality. Yeah. I played baseball all year round. It worked for my personality. I love baseball. Like, I just, I enjoyed it. Um, so that's what I wanted to do. It was my choice. My parents, you know, didn't force me to do that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to do it. And I love, I love the game. Yeah. Some people can do that. Mm-hmm. That's also part of, like, my personality is built for it, too. Um, other people, it's like, there's no way I could do it. Mm-hmm. There's no way I could play one sport all year. Right. And so just because of their personality, yep. it's beneficial if they play multiple sports. Not even just physically. Right. Just because of their personality, mm-hmm. it's like, they have to. Right. You know what I mean? Someone, yeah. I imagine someone who's very... Um, very active on the go all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it'd probably be more beneficial for them, you to know, and maybe sport. to be multiple yeah. sport. And maybe it depends on the sport. Some of those sports, you know, mm-hmm. it probably gives you enough where you're like, right. I'm good. I'll stick with this right. one sport. But, 
Um, yeah. You know, that's why I say like uh, whoever wrote that that article, that would be the one I think one challenge would be like when you say must, right. you know, and maybe it's just a clickbaity title, but yeah. um, I, I just don't think you can do that because you're again like we've mentioned a million times on this podcast, you're dealing with human beings, yep. so not one is the same, right. and so their opinion, especially when they're younger kids, yeah. you may love one sport for your first two years of playing competitive sports. Mm. And after that, it's like, you know what? Mm. I saw this other sport on TV. I want to play that because that looks way more fun and I'm done with this sport. <laughs> it's just, it's it's such a fleeting yeah. thing that I just don't think you can box it into a, yeah, this is the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. I, so. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. It does have to do with what you want, what your athlete, wa- what your athlete wants, um, right. what they like to play late. You know, they may be, you know, really good at soccer, but right. um, but they want to play baseball too. It's their it's their fun outlet. Right. I know that growing up, I, my fun outlet sport in high school, because I I mean the older I got, I I mean in middle school, okay, in middle school I played volleyball, basketball, soccer, softball. Right. But then again, that was middle school, and our seasons are like ten games long. You know. Right. 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 And then I mean I've always played competitive softball over the summer. It was just su- it was just super fun. My older sister did. I mean it was just mm-hmm. kind of like a family thing. But the older I got, I started specializing in softball because that was my competitive sport. But by the time I got to high school, I kicked out basketball, I kicked out soccer. I was like, nah, those sports actually don't really interest me. Right. I really like volleyball and softball. Right. But so for me, when I was in high school, this was my personality. And I'm an on the go, busy, like I don't like holding still type mm-hmm. of person. So I did like the variety mm-hmm. of playing two different sports. Volleyball, and I think most of my friends were the same way. We all played the same sports. Sport. It was great. Cool. Um, yeah. Volleyball was our fun outlet sport. And then we get to softball, and then it's like, oh, it's on. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. business. Like, sure. we'll, you know, we'll cry if we lose. <laughs> we'll like, what, you know. Yeah. I'm, and it's not that we didn't try our best in volleyball. Like, we were actually super competitive in volleyball sure. because it was sweet. It was so fun. But softball was our serious sport. So it was actually a nice balance to have from the seriousness of the Mm -hmm. game of softball to once fall rolls around. And we even did like summer volleyball conditioning. That with summer um, softball, it was like a good like, okay, summer softball's almost over. I can't wait for volleyball to start. I kind of need a break from it. But that was just me and my personality with all my other friends. Now, however, I have coached girls to where they're like, no, I I love softball. I want to, because I, you know, if you haven't, if this is your first episode tuning in, um, I uh, condition softball teams. And so I used to be softball coach. I do have girls who love the game so much, bless their hearts, that they are, you know, on their own going out there playing catch with someone outside mm-hmm. of practice. They just like are so addicted to it, and that's great. Like that's their right. personality. Um, and I do have some softball athletes who I just I can see, you know, they'll tell me or I can see it in their eyes. They're like, I need a break. Yeah. This is like I'm playing all year long. So, you know, again, bottom line, it just depends on the athlete and their personality and what your end goal is. And everyone's different. I, I, I mean, I burnt out. Yeah. I got burnt out of softball and I didn't even play. Like, again, I, I was a multi-sport co- or athlete mm-hmm. and um, I burnt out of softball after high school. And there was, you know, if you guys listened to the, I think, adversity episode, I talked about just my burnout going back and forth and the things I dealt with outside of softball. There's mm-hmm. other factors. But, um, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with the whole, it just depends on your personality. I think it depends, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think part of this too, maybe this is, I don't know, this is kind of a weird way of looking at it, but um, I think in all reality, I'm speaking to myself and we, we talked about this a little bit. Um, sometimes I think we talk about this stuff, like that's just, you like you have the option to play multiple sports. 
So for my in my situation, um, like early on, I wasn't allowed to play football. Mm. Um, like I've told this before, but being the oldest, my mom's like, nah, I don't think so. And plus, <laughs> back then, I was like, I was like five ten. Like 130 pounds. I was like, you know, tall and skinny. It's like I was an injury waiting to happen. Um, that's what she thought. At least I've never been seriously injured. But um, so I didn't play football. So then, you know, my options in the fall would have been well, at that point it was soccer. Didn't want to play soccer. Um, so I wouldn't have enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't going to do cross country. Like, you know what I'm saying? So right, right. basically, in order to be a multi sport athlete, I would have had to pick something that I didn't really want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I got cut from the basketball team. Um, so that wasn't an option, even though that was the one I wanted to play. Right. Um, I'm not going to wrestle because that, <laughs> that would have gone horrible. You know what I mean? So that's part of it too right. is like, especially when, once you get to the high school level, mm-hmm. your options are going to be potentially, mm-hmm. depending on who you are and how athletic you are, they might be limited. Right. Um, it gets a little more competitive. It definitely school, gets more, more competitive. Now, you can still do it because yep. I think there's yep. a lot of sports out there that they don't really cut people. Right. Cross country, you're not going to really no. get cut. Um, yeah. You know, track they don't really cut really people not. either yeah. as much. So even, even, even football doesn't. Really well, cut even people. wrestling, like I know for, um, I think uh, for certain schools, if they have a low um, uh, participation level, and you can teach wrestling, like it, it's right. it's something to where it's a lot of technique, and that's right. um, not a lot saying, of, con- a lot of saying, conditioning. A lot of conditioning. Oh my gosh, not saying wrestling's easy. Oh my gosh, I took a college class on it, oh, and it. Was Deb wants to wrestle someone, the, so if oh, you no. wrestle, no, I will <laughs> cheat. That's I won't even go oh, by geez. the rules. I'll just, <laughs> just punch you. <laughs> I will cheat. I'm sure that will go well. <laughs> anyway, I am not a violent person. What is going on? I mean, no, no, no. Your, your, your first thought was you're going to punch him. Yeah. That's all right. Let's Cheating and back. punching. That's all right. Can we cut that part? Okay. No, because that, then, then we would be dishonest. So. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there are sports yeah. that, yeah, that, you know, you don't get cut from and like you right. just want to try different things, but, um, right. um, yeah. Yeah. So I think at the high school level, it, it might change a little bit because mm. you're either your opportunity to play multiple sports or you just may not be very good at the sports like I was. Like, that's the bottom line. Um, so, you know, that's that's part of it. But at a younger age, I think, as kids, when yeah. you're, you know, you're paying mm-hmm. to be able to play those sports, yeah. to play like a, a rec league or something, yeah. there it's like you have the option, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. we can put them in, they can learn the sports and, and all right. of that stuff. So, right. um, you know, I think, I think that, I don't know if we did a great job with that, where it's like, it is very different high school to, and we won't make you guys listen to this rambling too much longer, <laughs> but uh, there's a difference between high school sports and, and youth sports. And I think yeah. the primary primary um, emphasis is on, that was just Deb cracking her knuckles. No. She, she, oh, she's ready to punch me. <laughs> I didn't think about that. She's like ready to fight. I was just joking. I can crack it more in the microphone if you want. No, nobody wants that. It's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're popping popcorn in here. I know. Um, but no, I, I think the idea really is, you know, at a younger age yes right I think yeah because that's when you know you do see parents like I remember I can I, I remember people that played baseball mm-hmm. you know they were playing in the rec league and then they were playing in the all-star tournaments and they were playing on competitive teams mm-hmm. and they were playing on travel teams all year long and mm-hmm. the, the parents were just like you're going to do this right. and then years later people have you know um, uh, shoulder injuries mm-hmm. they have all these problems mm-hmm. they hate the game yeah. And I think that's what you want to avoid because the bottom line is, and I think this sums it, I think two things that sum it up. I, th- I think what you said about, hey, let's, let's let, let's let kids play the sports that yeah. if they're interested in a sport, when they're younger, yeah. let them try out a sport. And then at a certain point as, as they get older, they're like, Hey, I want to, I love this sport so much. I can't think of playing anything else but that. If that's right. their choice, Hey, then, that, then specialization is okay. Go for it. Right. Yeah. And the other thing is sports are supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a sure. means to an end for some people. They have the ability and talent and um, gifts to get to that next mm-hmm. level or the level after that. But the reason why we have this podcast, the reason why we do 
you know, all the stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. The reason why we love talking to coaches and athletes is because sports are fun. Yeah. At any level, right. sports should be fun. So I think yeah. the moment that sports, the, the fun is taken out of it, yeah. then I think you are missing the whole point. Mm-hmm. There's so many lessons and, and things you can learn from sports that benefit you in life mm-hmm. that if you're missing those things and the sole focus is like, well, I need you to be the best you can possibly be to get you to the next level, mm-hmm. no matter how much you hate it, yeah, you're missing it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you just, you know, just going back to um, – you know, you have probably half the population of professional athletes have only played that sport and they're really good at it. They're professionals. And then you have half who have played multiple sports. So there is no right or, there is no right or wrong answer. Right. I think that's when people get into heated discussions is when their opinion or the opinion of someone else is, no, they must be a single sport athlete specializing right. or no, they must be a multiple sport because heck, if I, let's say I hated volleyball. I'm not going to, I'll just play softball. Right. I'm not going to play right. another sport that I don't want to play, right. you know? Exactly. And so there's, good. yeah, well, and just, I mean, bottom line, whether it's you're a single sport athlete or a multiple sport athlete, just um, the benefits that come from just, um, you know, learning, you know, teamwork and then working with others and just being um, coached just by, you know, amazing coaches. Like there are so much, you know, there's, there are so many benefits to that um, that That's you can apply point. to life. So I don't think it really matters. That is a that's a really good point. Yeah. I want to try to wrap this thing up, but yeah, I mean, you are going to have in most situations, I guess, unless your your parent is coaching you and all these things. Yeah. Um, Yikes! You have yeah. I, mean, I know people that worked really well for. It. I was lucky Yikes. enough to have um, uh, play for like dads that were the coaches for their for their yeah. sons. I was really like they were all great. Yeah. Um, I we both know that's not the case for everybody. Not for everyone. It's like it's okay. I, I coached three sports for my son or daughter. It's like yeah. oh, you shouldn't coach any of them. No. <laughs> You're the, you're the reason why we have this podcast. <laughs> you're, you're the reason why Character yeah. Combine exists because, you know, yeah. you're a terrible coach that's oh, not helping any kids. Oh, man. Um, that's a whole nother. I don't think that's – it's probably not anybody that's listening to this, though. <laughs> it's probably – you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Anybody who's, who's uh, taking the time to download this or listen to us talk yeah. about sports and, and character, um, you know, they might be listening to this. Anybody who doesn't, you know, might be a little different. But, that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, the cool thing that I think you just mentioned is like yeah. you, you have exposure to three different coaches, you yeah. know, and three different mindsets. And so you have three different influences in your life mm-hmm. or the life of your of your kid yep. that could be really beneficial, hopefully. Right. Um, hopefully you have three really good coaches in the different sports yeah. or two or three or whatever well, it may be. Right. Well, and just meeting the different teammates in the different sports itself. It's different just, mentality and yeah, personality. It just gives you a chance to, and this sounds like elementary or whatever, but it gives you a chance, them a chance to make more friends and to make a different, you know, sometimes yeah. be like to be honest like sometimes being on the same team with the same um you know people and friends like it gets like you need space from each other like even my softball girls will tell me that like we need space for them we need to go back let me go to my travel team for a second and then it's like they go back and forth and they like that mixture of different athletes and friends i mean okay now it sounds like i'm promoting multi-sport athletes i am not yeah (laughs) we took a break from the podcast one week because you know oh Oh. Take it as you know, oh, as you Josh will. Josh is trying to fire me. That's no, no, I don't want to fire. Out. I'm just saying we want to avoid that. That's why we took a break. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. That's why we took a break because you had too much time we together. We did. I know. Yeah. We did too many weeks of podcasting, so we did take a break a few weeks ago. Yeah. That was amazing. It was, yeah. We came back happier. It's like, hey, it's good to see you. We've never said that before. Everyone needs a break from something sometime. (laughs) Yep. Take breaks. That's right. But yeah, so our bottom line here is that it doesn't matter single sport, multi-sport, 
Yeah. Honestly, who don't cares? discount either one. Just, you know, yeah. think about it. And it, I think it, just, it could apply to either personality or, you know, do what I mean, do what you want. And especially, um, you know, parents and coaches, please allow your athletes to have a say in yeah. what they want, because they're the ones who are playing the sport, not you. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you uh, if you hate this episode or you, if you disagree or if you <laughs> love it, whichever side of the fence you fall yeah. on, uh, where can they let us know? at Twitter, at Sports Character. You guys can reach us on Instagram at Character Combine. We have Facebook, we have LinkedIn, we have a, a YouTube. Um, yeah, no Snapchat yet. Nope. I'm about to give up on that too. Perfect. <laughs> the plan's working. <laughs> so thank you guys yeah. so much and we will see you yeah. next time. Please rate and review us too on iTunes. Yes, please. please do that. Five stars will help us out so much. That'd be and awesome. Help, wanna... you know, spread the word so yeah. everyone else can listen to you know, this content the controversial episodes like this one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if this is controversial, someone, I know. there's a major problem. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. See ya. Bye.